We've been talking about COVID for nearly three years now, but it's time to start discussing how prepared we are to deal with another threat that kills around 5,000 Australians a year. Superbugs are bacteria and microbes that have become resistant to the drugs designed to kill them, such as antibiotics. A new report released this morning by the CSIRO and the Australian Academy of Technological Sciences and Engineering warns that if we fail to prepare, deaths will increase as simple infections become deadly. Dr Brandwin Morgan leads CSIRO's Minimising Antimicrobial Resistance Mission. (laughs) Bit of a mouthful, but we did it, and joins us now. Welcome. Good morning, PK. Explain a real-life situation where we may experience a medical problem caused by antimicrobial resistance. Sure. Well, some of them are quite critical and urgent. So this might be a bloodstream infection, for example, uh, following surgery perhaps, but it could also be something quite simple like a urinary tract infection where the antibiotics just are failing to treat that problem. And we know our our pets and our, our, our animals have infections as well. So antimicrobial resistance can affect them as much as it can us. The increase in so-called superbugs has been called the the silent pandemic. What are the implications of of this at the moment and Mm. what needs to happen to try and deal with it? Well, what we see, PK, is as the antimicrobial resistance rises, and it's not just one thing we should remember, it's all different types of bugs requiring uh, acquiring all different types of resistances to the wide variety of antibiotics and, and other medicines that we currently have. So what's happening? Well, the first thing that we see happening is that we need to change our treatment guidelines. So doctors, instead of prescribing one antibiotic first off, will know that because of high rates of resistance in a particular area or a community, they actually have to start with another one. But essentially what will happen when all our antibiotics begin to fail, and in some cases they have, we won't have anything left to treat infections. So if we don't have a really good immune system. And in some cases, even when we do, unfortunately, it's going to result in in higher mortality. So why not develop a new antibiotic to overcome that resistance? So we can develop new antibiotics and and we are, but we do require a more holistic approach to AMR management. And that's for a couple of reasons. The first is that microbes, they evolve very quickly and they're designed to survive. So anything we throw at them over the long term is going to generate resistance mechanisms. Um, And the second thing is that it costs a, a great deal of money to bring an antibiotic to market. Most of them don't get through clinical trials and they fail. And when they do get to market, you want to use them really sparingly because they're precious. We're trying to keep them for those really, you know, really nasty infections. So the organisations and the companies that have been involved in developing them have no way to recover the costs from from development. So what is, uh, let's just talk about what's currently available to deal with the threat. Your report does highlight some of the exciting and innovative technology that's already out there to help spot and stop the bugs. So what can we do right now and and what, how do we need to step it up to, to be prepared for well, the growth of this? So right now, what we can do is think about prevention. We always say prevention is is better than cure, but it's harder to get investment in those preventative uh, products and solutions. So if we think about, you know, what we've learned from COVID, what we've learned about vaccine production, how quickly we can make new vaccines, how quickly we can adopt and adapt to be using uh, point-of-care diagnostics to make sure that when you 
actually have an infection that that antibiotics may treat, you're given the right antibiotic at the right time. So if we can reduce um, inappropriate prescribing or overuse of antibiotics, we can help to keep our medicines effective for longer. But importantly, if we have a greater focus on prevention, uh, that will serve us best in the long run. Are we there? Are we thinking enough about prevention? I don't think we are, PK. We've seen some great initiatives come through, um, particularly in the US, through a, a joined-up approach, and again, this is something we need, through combating antibiotic-resistant um, bacteria accelerator, which is backed by um, the Gates Foundation and, and a number of uh, large organisations investing millions and millions of dollars. And they are developing vaccines. That's part of their program. But it's actually quite tricky to develop vaccines to a drug-resistant bacteria. It's a lot harder than, um, than viruses, and that's down to the genetics and the genetic complexity. But we do have the opportunity, now that we have investment in vaccine infrastructure, to focus on vaccines for superbugs. Did we learn anything from our experience with COVID uh, that feeds into how we might better manage this? I think we learnt a lot and I think we learnt that data is key. So being able to do surveillance and having surveillance done in the same way in different locations so the same types of data are collected or even if they're not so that they can be compared apples with apples is absolutely crucial. And this comes down to resourcing as well. Right now in Australia, we have a shortage of antibiotics. It's not uncommon. We don't make antibiotics here really. So we rely on that supply chain. And if we don't know where those antibiotics are going to be effective, we're not using the resources we have appropriately. So we've learnt that data, digital and, and having information at our fingertips to make better resourcing de decisions and also inform what other types of vaccines that we need. Is it for, and we've heard about in the news today, a vaccine for this new strep A variant that's, that's come through? Or is it a vaccine for an E. coli, a simple bug that often causes quite nasty UTIs? Where do we prioritise? And I think we need to have a discussion about that. Just finally, uh, there is a concern, I think, from some in the audience sometimes, and I, I understand it absolutely, that we don't want to be alarmist. Uh, I think there was a lot of fatigue over some of the way that the reporting over COVID, for instance, went on over and over. What, what's your message on this? How do you kind of balance not being hysterical about it, but equally mm. um, being prepared? I think the best way is to think about, do I really need to take an antibiotic? You know, am I listening to the medical advice or am I insisting that I might need this particular form of treatment. So I think it's just a matter of, of being sensible about uh, education to understand what the risks are because taking any drug is not without risks. Antibiotics can cause an allergic reaction. They can upset your gut. So I think the more value that we place on these precious medicines, the better off we'll be. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. And that's Dr Morgan, Dr Branwyn Morgan, who leads CSIRO's Minimising Antimicrobial Resistance Mission. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.